Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcrash, the original podcast by the members of the band Mo. This is episode number 13. On this episode, the band gets together to give a little recap of our March tour. We also talk about how good it is to have Chuck back out on the road with us. We tell a couple stories about old tours, meander through some tangents as we navigate our way through this podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hope you learned something. Everybody, this is Mo. I'm Rob Durhack. I'm here with Nate Wilson. I'm here with Al Schneer, Vinny Amico, Chuck Garvey, and Jim Lachlan. We are presently doing Pod Crash episode. Insert episode number here. And we just got off our first bus tour with Chuck in what seems like a million years. So... We're going to talk about that and recap all of the highlights and lowlights. <laughs> <laughs> we start at the bottom and work up or top and work down? Low, I don't low we'll start lights. in the middle and simultaneously work out. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember where we played, what we played. <laughs> I remember. We played. Our last gig was in Atlanta. Yes, and we didn't do a, a road crash from there at all because of the mayhem. True. It was horrible. That backstage situation was horrible. Yeah, yep. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I, I split yeah. pretty quickly. I dipped out both nights. I, I thought my I, head was going to explode. Yeah. I talked to uh, John McInnes and... It was, I couldn't speak or hear anything, so I split. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was rough. There's too many people in, in a tiny space. But it's not even that. It's like there's like some crazy, like that room just like amplifies sound. It's, it's, it's a natural chamber. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my house. You're down in that underground cavern. Cement walls. Hey, cat, what do you want, cat? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Slave to the cat, man. It's sad. I know what the what that feels like. Actually, you'll probably start hearing it coming through my microphone in the next ten minutes. I thought that was at my house, actually. <laughs> oh, it's getting near lunchtime, so. What's your What's your cat's name? Mine. Yeah. Cat, cat, yeah, we don't. <laughs> well, it's not our cat, and I, I'm going to stick to this story. Cat is it forever? It's our technically it is. It's our neighbor's cat. It just lives at our house and eats at our house and hangs out at our house all the time. But it's our neighbor's cat. Have you laundry every once in a while? I don't know. She goes outside. And she's like a outdoor cat who's like more and more wants to be an indoor cat, but she still goes outside. I think they leave like kibble on the porch. So I think that's all she does is goes over there and eats a little bit and then comes back 
if like we're not giving her food, she goes and finds it somewhere else. She'll find someone else. Yeah. Have you taken her to the vet yet? No. <laughs> okay. It, I, we don't even know what, like I keep trying to, I message them on Facebook. Um, and I was like, Hey, you know, if you're ever looking for your cat, it's probably at our house. Like, just come next door and ring the bell. I remember that you should put up a poster like that, like that poster they had in the lost, <laughs> lost cat, lost cat, lost cat. It's crazy. And and you know, she was like, "Oh, that's great." Uh, you know, said a couple other things, and then never <laughs> since then has never messaged me about the cat or asked any questions about the cat. So here I am. She's happy with the arrangement. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. Someone's feeding the cat. I'd probably be fine if my cat just found another place to live. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Pat. Over <laughs> two. Then do you bother? Do you name your animals? Yes. Well, we did. We named it uh, when we got it. It was um, Chewbacca because it made a weird sound. Uh, but then it just seemed to, uh, no one called her Chewbacca and we just decided to, uh, rename her Catherine and call her cat. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Did cat's name everyone just called her cat anyway. My cat's name is Mewy Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome. my God. Yeah. I have Ozzy, Otto and Bowie. <laughs> three where names. does auto fit in there uh, uh i don't know it just worked out that way <laughs> my name is otto i like to get blotto maybe i don't know <laughs> oh my oh syracuse orange i don't know sad so mm. atlanta <laughs> <laughs> really sad so the tour I, I had a, well, here's, I have a question. Well, I have a question about the tour because Rob, you, you kicked this off by saying it was our first bus tour with Chuck in a million years. I just, I mean, have we had a bus tour like at all since we left Utah three years ago? No. Well, I mean, this is that one three summer last year or whatever. We did a quick run. It was like four days. Oh, right. We did the yeah. So last summer we did one with ones. with Nate and Souk though. That was about ten days. Oh, oh, that wasn't right. that long, was it? Yeah, it was ten days, I think. It yeah. wasn't. Quite, I think it was like six. I think it was yeah. two weekends or something, right? No, it was yeah, like okay. Six or seven days max. Yeah, and there was something and something about uh, having personally just come from Utah and having also just coming off tour. It was like I, I was. Those were the dots that I was connecting. I was like, that was the last time we were on tour, kind of. And we've been doing a lot of other things in the last three years, but. Um, I thought that was it. That was the last real tour tour, okay, in my yeah. opinion. Like the other ones were so short. I mean, Nate did one of them without a blanket in his bunk. So how long could that have <laughs> <No>. been? <laughs> <laughs> well, I shared the blanket, actually, much like the sweatpants. That <laughs> That's you guys, yeah, you guys should have shared it at the bunk. <laughs> you and Adam Torbot and... Huddled for warmth. Yeah. You did tuck me in one night with the blanket. <laughs> Get, get a little little the selfless facial caress <laughs> yeah <laughs> good night rub that sounds wow. weird good night young <laughs> prince so i have a question for you guys do you ever um 
leave a gig that we play and just been like, man, that fucking sucked. <laughs> like just like really down on yourself. I have, I have or down on the band. I've been down on myself, but not down on the band. I don't think I've ever thought of an entire gig as sucking. Like just straight up sucking. I've definitely yeah. thought of things but, that I did that sucked or a moment in a song that sucked, but never. Sometimes I walk away and I'm just like, oh, that was garbage. You know, that fucking show was just high garbage. Nothing was clicking. <laughs> and it definitely is something that happens at least once or twice during a normal tour. I, I didn't walk away from one show. I mean, every show I was like, man, that was fucking great. I really enjoyed it. And I don't know, if, I can't remember the last time I felt that way. Even if we kind of fucked up some stuff, you know, whatever. I, I would agree. Yes. Um, Me too. And, and I think there were some, there was some moments where I kind of had that hot garbage feeling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that hot you can smell it. it also yeah. also just just put that on the list i gotta of, write that down I Man, know, like, that hot garbage feeling that hot garbage feeling <laughs> that old hot garbage. song name maybe a next album um you oh, lost garbage that hot garbage feeling. <laughs> next album is old hot garbage <laughs> oh that hot garbage feeling Oh my! Bring back that hot garbage feel, cause it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa! Anyway, I never get to sing. Here we go, here we go, man. Bring us in. No. Um. I would even say that this tour, I didn't walk out of a room thinking like the room sucked oh, like with that like man that place just fucking blows and maybe that, <laughs> like maybe that's the, it, it, you know in my head it's never it's never us it's the room man, that room is terrible man it's never <laughs> it just sounded that room sounded so bad boy the audience really sucked in my playing rot rot well, that's that. I think that's just the way I interpret it. Like, if we sound horrible, it's not us. <laughs> it's the, the sound of the stage and the room. And that's, it makes you know, me feel bad. But like you said, even coming out of the Culture Club, this tour was totally different than walking out of the Culture Club the last time we played it. Culture room. Room, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. That, that show was outstanding. That's what I mean. I know. We, we had a great time and I, I thought we played really well that night. It's fun, man. I, I mean, 10 shows in 11 days, I was spent by the end. Like, God, no kidding. I think we all were like super spent. Yeah. But still, man, it was, I had a great time. I could have, I don't, I don't know if I needed the tour to end earlier. I just needed like, maybe another day or two off in the middle somewhere. That's the thing. If, yeah. if days off yep. were spaced correctly, it would have been a lot better. Like no, yeah, physically. We were, 
when we were talking about that in a, in a recent conversation just this past week about something that was upcoming and somebody mentioned something about four or five in a row and i was thinking like the four or five in a row like maybe we can do but when yeah. it's it's really 10 shows in 11 days that's that's yeah. just too much yeah. it's two five in a row yeah that doesn't work. only a day off that's that's just too much you need like five in a row two days off and then another five is fine as long as it's not yeah like i i physically can't mic watt this thing anymore no no i just get too sore and too tight like i actually my body needs a day off to i need to recover and rest and i feel you know, like the in between the two five days that one that that day off that we had i literally spent the day icing things like right my hands <laughs> my elbows shoulders everything and so you just got like in a tub in an ice bath I, if i could have brought that much ice from the machine i would have that's i started because i'm like holding bags of ice in my hands to get the swelling out of my hands and if i had one more day after that i would have been fine but then going yeah. back after all that and playing like right away my hands are like <laughs> damn it well i mean besides us being old farts yeah uh the playing i thought was killer and you know there was like stuff i want i want to go back i remember several times i just don't remember specifically what times they were we we got into these like just made up grooves and it turned into like these full-on grooves with like nice parts and i'm just like we got to re-listen because this shit could be like a song you know this could be like something i i took notes for the first I don't know. I, I, I have them. I'll share them with you. 15 uh, minutes. I was doing it every night um, for, for a while uh, until the last couple of days of, of the tour. I forgot to go back and, and, and keep those notes. Um, but from most of that it, matches up with what was in my head, though. Well, it was it was the stuff we talked about every night. It was those jams, those moments. And I made sure to like oh, okay. just kind of make just to write it down just so. It was like, oh, that transition, that segue, that thing that we did where we created that really cool thing. And I just, I, I wrote it down in notes. So Ponte, Ponte Vidra, what's that place called? Ponte Vidra, yeah. That, that show had one of those that was kind of cool. I think we talked about that one on the road <laughs> crash. We talked, there was another one. There was a... Uh, all right jazz might have been a couple that was the really culture, good cultural room even that had something i think yeah i think thankfully we actually mentioned them on the on the road crash so we can reference that as well <laughs> there was a point to that whole thing it turns out <laughs> <laughs> just instead of making everyone feel shitty about themselves <laughs> 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 It was it was a good run all in all. I mean, all the shows were good. We had a bunch of sellouts on the road. You know, we were we were playing at a really high level. I think every everybody actually enjoyed it. And there was I mean, nothing nothing shitty happened in over the course of it was like three and a half weeks and he's trucking. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because actually some shitty things happen that just are stories and weren't like this, like getting stuck in the sand, the whole fuel filter thing and like all those things that could have just went, you know, we yeah. could have showed up at gigs like <laughs> hours late and we everything kind of just worked out. Right. We lost it. The crew was all cool. 
Yeah. Right. Like, Adam had any, you know. <clears throat> Adam had to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ad, Adam had to deal with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have to. I mean, that's that's the gig. <laughs> yep. yeah. By the end, by yep. the end, you could tell that it was sort of wearing on him. I heard him say more than once. It's like, I am only one person, <laughs> which isn't anything I've ever heard him say before. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, definitely reaching his threshold. His threshold okay. for scooter. <clears throat> yeah, there was definitely a couple scooter things that tipped the scale for him, but the, uh, he was, yeah, he was top notch the whole tour. I, I feel like as much as I love, um, my time just sitting and reading during the day, having the pod crashes to work on actually <clears throat> kept me in a better state of mind throughout the tour. Like that, I was, there's really no time where I was like just sitting like, uh, <laughs> you just have to be completely occupied. Yeah. You know, I, I had my morning coffee and all that stuff and then started working and then it was sound check and, <sighs> So that's the formula for you. What are we going to do about me? <laughs> yeah, uh, crochet. You ever try crochet? <laughs> I've considered it. I've tried needlepoint. There you go. You could do some sweet needlepoint graphics for the band. Do you remember on the uh, COVID, the COVID tour that we, um, you guys wouldn't even remember this. I, I fucking sewed myself a pillowcase out of an old, it was like the weirdest thing. On that tour, just my mind fucking before COVID even became a thing. I don't know if I was like, had I'm some sort it. of, what's that? <laughs> it's it's it. Yeah. Like I had an old LL bean flannel robe that just fell apart. So I cut it into pieces and I just sewed all the pieces together and turned it into a pillowcase. And I started it before the tour and I brought it with me. And like, whenever we weren't, we we're off, off play, whenever we had days off, I just sat in my room fucking sewing <laughs> and I've never done anything like that. And then it's like, it was just like, I, I had this premonition that something bad was going to happen or something. I don't know what the hell it was, but it was just like weird. I got to get my sewing <laughs> skills up. I don't know. It was fucking weird. That was, that, was, that was maybe your internal way of nesting. <laughs> it was a nesting thing for something that I didn't even know was going to happen. Prepping. Yeah, it was weird. So did you continue I'm like a fucking COVID, though? I'm like a shit show barometer. Like, I don't know. When... <laughs> <laughs> I'm to keep my eyes on you from now on. So yeah, if I start. Next doing. time Rob starts sewing. Uh-oh. Yeah, everybody just fucking start doomsday prepping. <laughs> I pick up a weird hobby. <laughs> Rob's been carrying that Rubik's cube around for the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Every time I tell the story about getting shut down on the COVID tour, I, I have to I have to mention the fact that you went to a supermarket and bought a case of toilet paper and UPS at home. Wow! What? Because that Who was the that? greatest move. <laughs> <laughs> or did you get it on the plane? You shipped it home. Didn't no, you? no, no. I, 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 I shipped it home. <laughs> UPS. I went and bought. Um, yeah, I hoarded toilet paper <laughs> in uh, Park City. There wasn't any in the in the grocery stores at home. Was, the the shelves were starting to because I, I don't remember exactly if that was the case, but I know that um, we were all set and people were like, "I can't get toilet paper," so. 
that was like all the news. Six out of, bucks a roll. Yeah, all the news out of Australia was that to- everybody was out of toilet paper. So when it started to hit in the states, for some reason, people were like, "Oh my god, that's what's going to run out is toilet paper." For some weird reason, and people bought it all. Thank God. I asked him. Um, three kids living at home at the time. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm not sure where my brother John was either. He might have been. <laughs> he was probably there. That's like having six kids living at home. It's like having seven. <laughs> um, we ended up with a lot of people here too. Girls and boyfriends. Oh, that's right. That was rough. But at least you knew that it was going to end at some point. <laughs> Actually, the kids ended up moving out eventually anyway they're like we don't want to be here anymore we're just going to go get an apartment somewhere (laughs) you guys are driving us crazy (laughs) you guys are ridiculous (laughs) exactly they could only sit through so many your kids are like you party too much for us zoom parties oh my god i have to get the uh I left uh, the other podcast stuff, like the mics and the cables and stuff were left in the, at the variety along with a oh. bunch of merchandise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was a bunch of shit that was left at the variety. Yeah. I forgot my pedal board. I wanted to take it home and finish it. Cause it's like not, it's got a pedal just flopping around on it and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Steve did not, he was like, I'm out immediately and just fucking split. As soon as the stuff from the stage was packed up, we still had our, like the glasses case and the podcast gear and all that shit. Yeah. I guess it's all getting shipped to Burlington. I'm going to find out if Malone's going to come to any of those Southern shows and I'll have him get the glasses from Mikey. For the record, I did not lose one of those glasses. (laughs) You left it behind. Okay. For the record, one of those glasses wasn't lost. I left the glass behind. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I never, I never accidentally picked up Rob's wallet (laughs) on this tour. Or the right. I had to go buy a different wallet so you wouldn't steal it. Chain wallet. I got a a blue one so he wouldn't think it's his. No, my my daughter gave it to me. For the record, how many flutes did you abandon on this tour? (laughs) From flutes. Zero glasses, zero wallets, zero flutes. <laughs> Abandoned. Another great was something album. I saw you left behind. I can't remember what it was. Might have been the flute. Prison wallet. Oh, that goes with me everywhere. Yeah. I can think of a couple <laughs> things that would have it's been. It's just left a couple behind. feet behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dragging. I like feel like Rob, Rob got me in the band just to be cover for like. He just needed somebody that's one step worse about leaving their stuff around. <laughs> <laughs> so he could take the heat off himself. Pretty much. Oh, that's a quality move. Who's more absent-minded than me that I know? <laughs> Let's get Nate. So, so immediately after the tour, I mean, you guys know that um, I, I flew to, to Utah to, to go spend some time with some high school friends. We were all sharing a house together and it was a, a short ski trip. What was really interesting was that we were all in this Airbnb together. And I like, I had just come off a three, you know, three plus weeks on the road with you guys. And so I'm kind of like, I'm still on the road in my mind and I'm doing everything that I do on the road. And so I'm 
keep all of my shit in my bag, you know, kind of packed away. And, you know, when I'm done, I'm putting all my stuff away and everybody's just looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Cause they're just relaxed and kind of all spit out in the house and acting like normal people. And they're like, Oh, right. You've been on the road for 30 years doing this and your life is like, you know, living in these little containers and, and I've just been so conditioned to sort of living my life that way and living out of a suitcase and, living in this space and picking up my things after, I don't know. It was, it was really funny just to sort of see that in, in a group of people who don't, they they thought that I was like a complete freak because of the way that I sort of my stuff. No one touches my stuff. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, to be, to put things in perspective, you make your bed in your bunk every day, (laughs) which is not fucking normal. I'm, who, I mean, I make my bed every day. Yeah, it's not normal. <laughs> to make your bed every day? At home, maybe. But yeah. like in a tiny I, bunk, like what's the point? <laughs> it's the same point. I mean, I like to keep my shit organized and I like to start my day by making. I, I'm, it's just a thing I do. I made. Did you make your bed today? Let's show a hand. Who made their bed today? Yes, I did that. Me I making did, I, me. Me making my bed would be the sh- most shocking thing that's ever. <laughs> I mean, I, after after I go to the bathroom and brush my teeth, I go back in the bathroom or back in the bedroom and and make the bed before I start my day. It's, I and then what do you do? And and then I drink a pint of water and start my and day. And then what do you do? And then I drink my coffee and I internet. The same thing he does on the road. And I read. I read the news and drink my coffee. And what happens and I, if you do it out of order? I don't know. I might not poop. <laughs> <laughs> you miss all I'm saying. I'm just right. saying. And, and nobody, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody. You've been with me in those situations. Nobody wants that. Yeah. That's the worst thing about waking up uh, while the bus is still moving. <laughs> having to poop just there's no once you do x amount of things that you usually do in the morning then you're just stuck now you're just on a moving vehicle and you don't you know it could be for another two hours right at least it's just like oh and i'm trying to not to have another cup of coffee but (laughs) my body's like get another cup of coffee go do it come on i talked to uh z the first day and uh we got to like the next gig and he woke up and he looked around. He's like, so, uh, <laughs> uh, I, what, uh, it's like, uh, donkey, you have to go right there. <laughs> really? Yep. And again, that's just one of those things. Like we are so, we have all of that dialed in. Like we're very, very good at traveling. We're very good at packing. We're very good at finding our way around a foreign city like any of these things it's it's just what we do and we've been doing it for 30 plus years and it's interesting when when you interact with other people that don't necessarily do that and they just the muscle memory's still there yeah yeah How- well so next up is burlington yes well i was i'm wondering was that nate is that that's the long is that the longest you've been out like uh, not ever but yeah you know well it was the first tour on a proper bus that you know 
And that, <laughs> that really wasn't a proper buzz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, compared to, you know, compared to some other things, it wasn't a trailer with, you know, and, uh, and, and I, actually the longest tour I've ever done was like maybe six or eight weeks, but, um, oh, that was I many, those days. That was many, many years ago. So this is the longest tour I've done in like, I don't know. We will never be out for six or eight weeks ever again. It's weird. Cause I don't even look at those sometimes as tours because that's just, that's just what we did. Like yeah. we weren't, you know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. What just wasn't it wasn't a tour, it was yeah, life it at that point, right? Yeah. In the van, yeah, that's just where you live. That's yeah. <laughs> that's you go out and that's what you do and you you know. Homeless? Kind, yeah, basically. <laughs> Definitely question why we pay rent at a place. There was there was yeah. It's a place to it was really more for our stuff. Which, when, yeah. when we came home we just had Which a lot was of junk. Yeah, so just stuff. Keep your stuff. CDs. Whatever wouldn't fit in the van. That's yeah. what the house is for. So that was one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how many people are aware of how much new crew uh, people we had on this tour, um, and that was awesome. Just because we were in a situation where we didn't, we had never <laughs> been with Adam Frank. <laughs> Or even Z. I mean, I've known Z for I don't know how long. Twenty, 20 plus, plus probably. years. Yeah. But I've never spent, you know, three weeks in a tube with him. <laughs> <laughs> Just how it's same thing with Nate. I've known Nate for that long as well. But I've never you know, just got in a in a in a bus and just went out and winged it with these people and there was no like no friction whatsoever, which is pretty again, can be rare. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, good, good crew to have. Crew even started their, they even started their own band. That's how much they like each other. <laughs> <laughs> we will not talk about it right now because no. we don't want to ruin the surprise. Yeah. But that is that's the thing that you know the key to what or one of the keys to <laughs> our longevity that we figured out along the way is just finding. You know, finding people who can all get along with each other is almost more important than being able to be good at your job. <laughs> True. Keep the crew happy. I mean, when you're going <laughs> to, when you live in that environment, that it, that has to be, you know, you can't replace someone mid tour. I mean, you can, but my God, what a nightmare that would be. Have we ever done that? Mid tour? I don't think I mean, so. we fired people mid tour, but I don't think we ever replaced them. Yeah. We yeah. just got through the rest of the tour without them. I, one time, the, the, we were in a van and uh, it was like the last show of this. We had already played the last show and it was this hell tour where the van just broke down a million times and we were out for like six weeks and it was just complete mayhem. And the van, we're like in Indiana driving home and the van breaks down again. And <laughs> I, I just got up and I grabbed my big duffel bag and I just started, I didn't say a thing to anyone. And I just started walking down the road <laughs> <laughs> like into the sunset, like at the end of the incredible Hulk show from the seven. <laughs> and I walked to the next exit. I found a Greyhound bus station and I just got on the bus and I, I just, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That was the end of your stint with, I'm not going to name names, Rob. <laughs> 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 Well, I was guessing, but whatever band it was, that was your end of the being in that band. You never yeah, went back. 
never went back wow. to the, I never went back to the Rolling Stones after that. <laughs> <laughs> that Greyhound at home from somewhere in the oh. middle of Indiana, just the the Yoke school bus but broke down. Oh. And everyone so our manager stayed there to wait for it to get fixed. The rest of the guys rented, you know, a U-Haul. And I was like, I'm not riding in the back. We had just done half of the Colorado tour because it broke down there as well in a U-Haul. And uh, I'm like, I'm not riding around the back of a U-Haul anymore. So I just went and found a bus station and got on the bus and took the bus back to Bennington. I'm done. And it was a very interesting series of bus rides. I can't even fathom getting on a bus that far again. I take the bus to Boston to like fly every once in a while. And it's, it's a joyous experience. It's a one, you know, there's one stop and super easy. Really? But yeah. 16 hours on a, on a Greyhound. Uh, yeah. Mm. A lot of stuff. Ha- it started off with carnies. That's all. It smell. <laughs> <laughs> Small hands. Smells of cabbage. And then it went on from there. And we um, had a sound uh, guy quit in Florida and beat us home. Walked off the bus in the middle of the night in Florida. <laughs> and was back home before we, we didn't have, that was our last gig. He beat us home. <laughs> so uh, our next gig is at higher ground. No, is that two weeks from now? It's two weeks from now. Two weekends. Two yeah. weekends from now. Either way, it's still... It's still, I, I mean, Saturday sold out. Friday had. There was like 50 tickets or something left. Yeah, there was only like 50 or a few days ago. So after that, we're going to be heading out to, we start in Tulsa and Texas and yeah. going to Nolan. That's fast. Yes, fast. We're going yeah. to Yes, fast. Yeah. See? And then, uh... <laughs> oh, and then, and then Fayetteville, Arkansas. I feel. Did we play there once a million years ago? I remember playing in a college town in a couple Arkansas. Times. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, a couple times we've played there. We've also played in Tulsa, which is is Tulsa. Tulsa's where Canes is. Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's such a historic, cool room. Yeah, I've never been to any of these places: Tulsa, Dallas, Austin. I've been to New Orleans, but it rained so much I didn't leave the hotel room. <laughs> That's that's definitely not the New Orleans experience. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, go out even in the like rain. Day, it was like you got to go day. check out the. No, did you we just order in. No, it was just it was like the day of the show, and we wanted uh, to go to jazz fest, and it just rained like crazy. They canceled our it. very first New Orleans gig. Tell them about that. What the what night after what? Fat Tuesday, right? Didn't we? Play? Ash Wednesday yeah, was we our first Ash gig at the Lone Wolf. <laughs> Ever in New Orleans. <laughs> Isn't that when... Um, Not only is it a Wednesday, but it's Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Was that the one where... Uh, what's his name? Michael Ray climbed up on stage and jumped behind the my percussion stuff and just started playing trumpet? Yep. Okay. Just making sure I remember. Yes, it was. I want to be where the horn section's at. I was like, horn section? I don't section. remember any of that. I just... Played a flute for 30 seconds. There's no horn section. <laughs> and he stood right, and he's just blowing right next to my head. That's the only thing I remember about it. 
and then blasting your head off. Who was that guy? I had never, I didn't, had no idea who he was. Who was that masked man? Did I play us out? Yes. All right. This has been Odd Crash with Mo. It's not working. This is not working. It was going great. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesus. Vin, just remember, no gig is confirmed until we're actually on stage. <laughs> to ad lib it just a little bit. You can't ad lib it. <laughs> I don't remember what it no, is. Actually, <laughs> you have it one was close, job. wasn't it? You had one, one job. job. It was close. Have you gotten this right once? He got it right so. once on in Road Crash, didn't he? On the road, yeah. didn't he do one? Correctly? I got lucky. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Was, I thought they all basically blew up. I don't remember him doing it on the road. <laughs> I might not have included it, but I think he might have gotten it. <laughs> we cut it out. <laughs> no show is unconfirmed until the band is or isn't on stage. Thank you. That's a wrap. This has been Podcrash, the original podcast by the members of the band Mo. Once again, we'd like to thank you all for listening, and we'll be back on the road soon. On the 14th and 15th of April, we'll be in Burlington, Vermont, for two sold-out shows at the Higher Ground. Then we continue our April tour on the 26th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the road.